Hello everybody, happy very late Friday night or Saturday. My name's Lauren, you are tuned in to the station Sunwhale, and to that I say welcome to the pod. So for today's Sunshine Show, I actually got the opportunity to talk with Emily down at the station, the innovation intern, and we got to talking for a very long time about the new Anchor update. Now, just as a pre-warning, the audio quality isn't as good as I am normally able to post, but um, that's all discussed in the podcast. And I've actually broken the interview up into, um, I think it's around 11 sections, just so that it's a little easier to navigate through because we did talk a lot and we covered a lot of different content. But please have a listen. Um, We talked about a lot of things, a lot of interesting takes on this new update and what it could mean for Anchor. So yeah, give it a listen, give us a call in with your own opinions, and I will talk to you guys soon. Hello? Hey. Hey, how's it going? Good, we finally got this to work. (laughs) I know, I'm using uh, some sort of call recorder merger thing on my phone, so hopefully uh, this will work out. I'm so disappointed in anger, though. I know. I I didn't notice this because um, I have never had to call anybody in Canada from my Canadian phone. Yeah. Oh, man. And I guess it makes sense because when you had your interview with DJ, hey, she was in uh, San Diego or something, right? Yeah, she's in San Diego. So it just... So it, called from an American number to an American number, so it was fine. Oh. Wait, American number? Yeah, so apparently from, like, when you're interviewing someone, it routes it through Anchor, so it calls it from a 321 area code, which is an American area code. Oh, okay. I'm just, I'm I'm learning. I'm learning so much every day. (laughs) There's so many, like, hidden features and, like, little things that are kind of hidden. Yeah, like they hid the fact that you can't call a Canadian number. I'm, as a Canadian, I am offended. I'm not, well, okay, I can't say I wasn't surprised. I was very surprised. But thinking about it now, it, it probably makes more sense because we are such a uh, smaller population than they are. Yeah, yeah, whatever, demographics and logic and all that. <laughs> um, okay, so let's talk about this. Um this, uh, what's it called? Update. Let's talk about that first. <laughs> um, okay, well, I guess for people who don't know or didn't listen to the intro, I'm talking currently with one of my friends, Emily. She's on uh, Anchor under the name The Innovation Intern. She's got some quality stuff, and so she is here to talk to me <laughs> about um, the new update on Anchor that has brought comments into the fold. So the comments kind of operate like, uh, what were we talking about earlier? SoundCloud? The way that you can can have them pop up at um, sort of different points in your conversation and you can sort of pin the important ones. So um, that's kind of interesting. And then the comments are also, you said limited to 140 characters? Yes. We have yeah. women with another 40 characters, and uh, they're quite short. And you can also, like, pin them to the segment and they'll pop up. Okay. Yeah, I haven't had... I actually haven't had a chance to comment on anything yet. But um, 
I'm I'm interested to see sort of how this moves forward. And they also I I um, tweeted at Anchor this morning asking if they can give me any details about um, how this whole comments thing works um, in terms of like channel ratings and stuff. But they they wouldn't give away their algorithm, so that will remain a mystery. Yeah, I'm sure it's it's integrated somewhere. I mean, all interaction has to go into that those ratings. But it's best that you can only see the top 20. Yeah. Yeah. That, like, I'm, I'm there somewhere. I'd like to be able to find myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you actually Facebook messaged me this morning being like, have you seen the new update? Um, and uh, I hadn't seen the email yet, and we sort of discovered it together. So what were your initial reactions once you had um, seen the email and learned about the update? Like, what were your thoughts? Um, I got the email and I was excited. I was like, yo, here's another awesome update and here's another innovation coming our way. Like, let me just hold on to my seat. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then I read it and it was like a beautifully designed email. Like, I love the aesthetic of Anchor. So it's like, ah, oh, yes, like this is very nice to read. And then um, I read it and I saw it was like the discussion thing and I was at first, I was kind of confused, and then I was a little bit worried and apprehensive, and then I messaged you, and I was like, okay, before I get any further, I need to talk to Lauren about this, form <laughs> my opinion with her. Um, yeah, but I think my initial reaction was like, why do we really need commenting, and who asked for this, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, I I have to say, like, my initial reaction was the same. So I found out, like, a couple minutes after you, I guess. And I was like, okay, commenting. Cool. Like, I could kind of think off of the top of my head five other things that I would have rather had than commenting. Like, I think because we have call-ins and things like that already, I, f I feel like it's just, like, it's not, it's just kind of strengthening one area of anchor when I think they could maybe like strengthen other areas at, you know before they double back and keep doing the same thing does that make sense like they've done two things to sort of increase community but they haven't really done anything to you know improve editing and things like that so yeah I've heard both sides of that I've heard um, people call into um, Maya at Anchor Station and people are like, oh, why don't we have editing? Why don't we have this? And I think there's two schools of thought in that. Like, one of them is like, people want more control over what they're posting. And another part of it is if you start making it too complicated, then it's gonna hinder the, the, um, progress that they've been making to try to make it like basically barrier free to make a podcast. Mm -hmm. So, I don't, I don't know. I wouldn't want it to get too complicated. I'd rather them fix all the bugs. <laughs> or, as the people call them, features of <laughs> Yeah, I yeah. know, for sure. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, we'll talk about, like, updates that might be useful in the future, maybe at the end. Um, okay. But I kind of want to, like, break this update into parts. So, like, talking about maybe what we see as being problems and what we see as being really positive. Um, and sort of looking at them that way, if that's cool. 
Um, yeah, that's good. Both of us seem to have kind of mixed reactions to this announcement. Um, so what was kind of the first thing that popped into your mind as a potential issue with um, adding this feature in? Honestly, the first thing I thought of was people um, making it easier for people to comment negatively and to like send hate to people, which is like really cynical of me. Oh, I, um, but I have been thinking about this for a while actually, like since starting Anchor, how I've seen a lack of like hate that you would see on other social medias and I had theorized in my head that it was about, it was because that people had to like literally call in and use their own voice to say whatever they needed to say. And then the person who had the station would have to then post it and then react to it for it to ever see the light of day. So I feel like it was so, it was like a two-step process and it was more personal because you're using your own voice Mm -hmm. as opposed to texting. So now that this like these comments and discussions are there, I was like, oh man, now it's easy for someone to just like comment something nasty or like <laughs> in comments even. Like I was thinking of um, you said SoundCloud earlier. Yeah, yeah. And like, what do you, what did you mean about SoundCloud? Like, so when you're looking at, if you're listening to a piece of audio on SoundCloud, whenever um, a user thinks something is cool or wants to comment, uh, you can type the comment in and then it'll pop up at a specific time code. So, yeah, you can watch the comments sort of come up um, depending on what part of the song that it is. So it's kind of like that situation on um, Anchor now when someone makes a comment, you can, like it'll pop up in a specific like specific time stamp. So if you say something cool and someone types like, oh, this is really cool, it'll pop up at the same time. Um, so it's like, it's kind of automatic feedback or it's like a, a thumbprint or something, fingerprint. Okay. Yeah, does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, it does, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, haven't, I honestly haven't used SoundCloud in so long, so like I <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Um, but like, also, I remember on SoundCloud too that people would be like, "Hey, this is great! Like, check out my station," and then they would just like, oh, yeah, self promote. Yeah, I know. This is what this is one of this was like the first thing that I thought of when I read this was now it's going to be like the type of thing that you would see on Vine when it was around and like on Instagram. It's like, hey, I'm just a you know podcaster trying to make it big. Give me a listen, and it's just like just spam comments and so it's less of a conversation it's less of a discussion and it's more just spam um and that's like the one thing i've liked anchor because it like like how you said it's been there's been a lack of hate and there's also been a lack of just clutter of things that you have to filter through like basically everything on anchor right now that you listen to has some sort of worth to it um yeah. whereas I feel like once it starts to get into spam, finding that value is going to be harder to sift through. Um, yeah, for sure. Yeah, and that would probably be exhausting. Yeah, I'm not. I'm hoping that maybe we can avoid spam comments, but I'm thinking that it's pretty much inevitable, given how the internet works. 
yeah. Yeah. That yeah. was an interesting point that you said about um, like the online hate, though, uh, because I think the fact that we do have to talk to each other makes it a lot more like a natural conversation as opposed to like a fabricated one that you get online. So like there's less places to hide, and it like I I think it gets more personal. Yeah, because yeah. your voice is like a, a fingerprint, right? Like it's it's unmistakably you. Like unless you mm-hmm. throw all that extra steps and like get one of those like crazy voice change things, like oh my god, <laughs> you're not going to go to that level to like send someone some hate about their station. Yeah, I was also kind of confused as well. Um, like, first of all, like, who asked for text-based stuff? But also, um, they're like, oh, it's discussions. And I was like, okay, but we already have discussions. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's true. Because um, right now we do call-ins, which I think personally, I, I feel way more rewarded when someone publishes my call-in than when, like, one of my tweets gets retweeted because it's, like, something that I actually took time to think about and record and send in. So it was, like, actually something that I cared about. Um, and so, I don't know. I find just personally the whole call-in method a little bit more rewarding, but also more authentic, like, because you said it's your actual voice. It's your, like, your audio fingerprint. So... I think it's more authentic and it's more you. And because you're just talking, I think it's also less filtered. Like, you can't do emojis with your voice. <laughs> you know? <laughs> well, you can, but it's just like when you can hear someone smiling while they're, they're talking, I guess. Really? I had no idea. Can you tell? Now you sound fake. Let's just let's not. <laughs> yeah, I was grinning way too right wide for that to be <laughs> legitimate. <laughs> but but yeah, it's true. I feel like we didn't really need any help to have discussions. Um, not right now, at least. I think people are still trying to get used to how Collins can work with their channel, and they're trying to find the best practices to use those. I'm not sure if this was the right time to add n- another thing into the mix. Yeah, it might be a lot. Like, I'm thinking for new people that are trying to onboard onto the app, and you have lots of stuff going on. And it might be a little bit overwhelming now to also have, like, you have applause raining down from the sky. You have little wavy things going across the screen. You have, like, these different sounds, like, interludes and stuff that are happening. Mm-hmm. And then, like, you can skip back and forth only 15 seconds, and then there's also, like, little comments, like, popping up on the screen now, and just, like, dude, whoa. <laughs> yeah, I feel like it might be a lot, even for someone who isn't generating content and is just listening. It could be a lot. <laughs> um, yeah. And, like, so, do we, like, do we really need the text-based things? Like, like you said, like, what, like we were talking about, we already have discussions, like, people call in, and then people respond, and then people echo it, and then it's, like, all very, like, organic, I feel like. hmm Yeah, and it's also, like, if people are going to start moving into comments because it's faster, it's easier, then, and, like, I feel like we'll have less publishable, like, publishable comments, the content, like, um, people may not echo as much, or something like that just because there's less people generating ideas and less people calling in because they're just instead of calling in because it's more effort they just type it out 
Um, yeah, for sure. Which I think makes it more like a video essay on YouTube, kind of. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just kind of like a podcaster talks and then someone comments and they're like, I agree. It's like, cool. Thank you for adding to that conversation. Yeah, I wonder if it'll, if it'll cannibalize um, Colin in that. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know. I'm not sure if we really needed text-based stuff yet because I think the cool thing about Anchor is that it is, well, now it's almost entirely, but it, it was entirely audio and then, like, a title of your segment, and that was it. But now we're adding more things in. Um, and then also, what's with the 140 characters for a discussion? I'm not sure if that's enough. <laughs> I don't know... You know, I I have two schools of thought about this. One is like, if they didn't have a character limit, people would post the B movie script, and it would just be a fiasco. And then, <laughs> would it be a fiasco though? Would it really? <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> and then, but on the other hand, like 140 characters might not be enough. Mm-hmm. Um, but because you're only on your phone, and like I'm thinking, Twitter is like the obvious. Um, parallel to draw here like you only have so much space to see so many comments and you don't want people typing paragraphs when they could just call in so maybe it's their way of like having that threshold of okay if you need to you know send multiple messages to get your your message across maybe you should call in instead yeah actually that is that is true although with call-ins you still only get a minute to talk which i'm not sure pardon which is kind of crazy like Sometimes I have a lot to say, you know. Like I just <laughs> I have a lot of have so many opinions, so many opinions. <laughs> yeah, no, I I totally feel that. Maybe they'll up the amount of time that you can do a call in for, or something, just so that there's more of a distinction between um, comments and call ins. Even though it's like a two minute call in, like yeah. But anyway, we can talk about that later. Yeah. Um, this is sort of my last thought, and it this whole thing with comments popping up and I think we've talked about this before but both of us when we listen to an anchor cast we're doing other things than just like staring at our screen um yeah so I'm wondering what like what was the decision behind having the comments pop up if well I'm not sure I know two of us do it but I'm not sure how other people use the app but if a lot of people aren't looking at the screen the entire time that a podcast is happening. What's the point of having the comments pop up? It's kind of like, um, like it's it's not going to be seen by a lot of people, you know? Yeah, for sure. Um, especially if people who, like us, are listening while doing other things. And I think that there's not really a need to look at the screen right now unless you're like waiting to like hit the applause button or something Mm -hmm. um i went like really cynical and i was thinking that they're training us to keep looking at the screen because at some point in time they're going to put ads on and by by the time that happens we'll be trained to look at the screen all the time because we're going to be looking for pop-ups of comments and we're also going to be trying to use the applause button and there might be different um, features that get introduced, like one of them um, is being proposed right now about like doing emoji reactions, so like on like Facebook posts and stuff. So uh-huh. maybe 
you know, it'll become more of an audiovisual experience instead of just audio. And they're kind of like teaching us to keep looking at the screen. I don't know. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, I, God, I hate ads so much, but I understand why you need them. (laughs) You know, um, I think like emoji reactions, I have found myself kind of wishing for them. Like, oh, like, how do they know that this clap means I agree and this clap means that I thought that was funny? Like, how do I tell them? (laughs) You know, Um, but I I think that they are maybe trying to make it more of an audiovisual experience as opposed to just an audio one. Um, As long as you can still listen to the audio without the visual experience, because then that's going to... I feel like that might, um, what's the word, alienate some people who just want to listen to the podcast and not have to constantly be looking down at their phones. Like, if people want to listen in the car, they can't be looking at, you know, what's going on on the screen. So as long as the audio can still operate separately from the visual, I think, I think I'm okay with it. But, oh my god, your thought about... <laughs> Them training us. That's some pretty dark stuff. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's what happens um, when you start working in a corporate world, you know? You just lose your heart. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, I guess I can kind of see it. I'm sure that there's marketing and psychology books that have uh, talked about doing it. So I wouldn't, I mean, I, I might be surprised. I like to think of Anchor as like just this friendly neighborhood app but I, <laughs> you know they've got to make their money too so um, yeah. yeah maybe training us to look at the screen is a more intense way of saying like no we just want you to like increase interactions like I think the one thing about Anchor that makes it different from a podcast is that it is interactive so maybe they're just trying to add more interactive features yeah I think so it- it might um, increase the number of interactions. Wow, we have started talking about positives. <laughs> <laughs> Who are we? <laughs> wow, what a, what a what a transition! But um, no, I do think that that's true. You like you might get more interactions because it's filling that gap between like just applauding something and then calling in. Like you have to be pretty serious about a topic to call in, and like. Yeah. It doesn't take much to just clap, but if you have something sort of in between, I think the comments might fill that section a little bit. Yeah, for sure, because it's it's less formal and it's less it might be less scary if you're not sure exactly mm-hmm. if your opinion's right or like if you're just like I don't have time to form an opinion um, or I don't I'm not in a position to talk out loud to my phone right now. Like maybe I'm at work listening, but I still oh my god. <laughs> like, um, but I, I can still send like a quick message and let them know like I'm enjoying it or something. And I think um, we had talked about this before where we're like, yeah, we want to call in because we agree with a point, but all our call in would be, would be like, oh, yes, I agree. <laughs> and then <laughs> be it, like, but it's not worth a call in. Yeah. Yeah. It's like. Like, a clapping is one thing, but just being like, yeah, this is a really good point, or like, this was well said. Like, if you want to say something, you have to use actual text for that. So, I think it'll be use. I think that that'll have a good use. And I, oh my goodness, I relate so hard to when you said, like, oh, if you're listening at work or something, because 
like I work with a coworker who has no idea what anchor is, and so I scared her on occasion by just like randomly starting to talk <laughs> at my phone. Like the phone doesn't ring, the phone doesn't vibrate or anything. I just start being like, "Hey there." So my opinion is like, <laughs> I think there may have actually been a call in that I sent, and like you can hear in the background her just be like, "What are who are you talking to?" <laughs> So it's like, I think this might be a little bit more of a, like, subtle way that you can communicate even if you don't have time or you don't have, like, the opportunity to actually call in and use your voice. Yeah. Like, yeah, I think it'll be useful that way. Yeah, for sure. And, like, it kind of, and that way, I guess it kind of suits a different kind of user because both of us are people who also, like, we create our own content and we have our own shows. And then at the same time, we interact with other people on on Anchor and other shows that are happening, and we call in and things like that. But if you're not the kind of person who wants to call in, or maybe you're not, you just don't feel like talking, or it's not really your thing to talk on your phone and voice your opinion to the internet, then uh, <laughs> you can just sauce up a uh, a tweet sized comment and just plug it in there, and then you you're in that sweet spot like we were talking about between applause and uh, calling in yeah it's true like people are more confident on the internet when it comes to text just because it's like what we've used for the millennia that the internet has existed (laughs) Um, and I feel like voice is it kind of went out of fashion once texting sort of came about and now it's kind of making a comeback you know (laughs) Um, well Anchor's trying to make it come back I guess yeah, I think so. It's trying to bring power back to, like, the voice, I guess, online, which I like. But, like, not everyone creates content. Some people just want to go on to listen to podcasts. So, like, maybe call-ins and stuff aren't as practical for them. And so, in that point, like, at that situation, like, those users are going to get a lot more use out of comments. Even then, too, like, if people are commenting, like, little things or they have, like, little questions that can open up a discussion that doesn't take five or six minutes to get through via like people calling in. Um, yeah. So I'm sure you've heard of like some people station and this is good because you get like the full con like the full context of people's um, opinions, but sometimes it can take a really long time for someone to get through like two or three different opinions because they have to play them. They should like do an intro to them then they have to play them and they have to respond to them. And yep. it might be a long response or something, and then by the time they get through like two opposing viewpoints or whatever, you know, it's like ten minutes later. Um, but if you can open up a discussion on just one segment, then it might be a quicker, easier way to get like a a micro talk about the subject or like a discussion that's a little bit less um, time consuming for someone to to really learn about. Yeah, that's true. And if that section gets echoed by a bunch of people, then everyone will have access to those same comments. So it's kind of like keeping a history of what's being talked about so that you can sort of join the conversation. And like, if an opinion has already been said, you can join that conversation. If it hasn't been said, you can add your opinion in. I think that is true. Like the whole idea of having micro talks underneath um, your, what's it called? Your, oh my God, my brain. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Segment. Um, yeah, like having micro talks underneath a segment might help it become less of like a linear uh, conversation 
because it is true like you have to introduce you have to plug you have to um like actually post the call in and then you have to sort of respond to it um and if you don't do that then your listeners lose the context of what's being talked about um so yeah i definitely do see where comments could come in handy that way what i was also thinking is um just thinking back to the fact that i couldn't think of the word segment like you could probably correct yourself using comments like um you could like if i messed up a phrasing of something or i said something that didn't make any sense i could go back and correct myself using a comment and like pin it to that time code so it's like um annotations on youtube Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, yeah, yeah. Back when nobody knew how to edit their videos, so they just <laughs> annotated over it. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness, that's. But I feel like that might be the main use that I have for my comments because, like, yesterday I said something that made absolutely no sense, but I had already like recorded three sections on top of it, so it was like sandwiched in the middle. Oh, <laughs> like. I wasn't going to go back and undo it, so I was like, oh, okay, I'll just, like, let this go and see, and uh, hope no one notices that it made no sense. Yeah. But yeah, like, you could correct yourself using comments, right? I think that could be useful. Like, going a little bit back to some micro-discussions, like, if people are really interested in the topic and they want to learn more or they want to have a discussion about it, then they can go to the comments, like... Otherwise, if you're really interested in something, you just hope that the person keeps talking about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and that's true. You can ask questions or if you have a quick question for someone or if you're like, oh, I, I'd love to hear you talk about this more or go more in depth or something, then uh, you get like more instant feedback kind of. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah, I actually like that idea. My, um, like the first podcast episode that I did talking about artificial intelligence, um, I wanted to talk about that so much. Like there were there were things that other people were saying on their own channels that I was like, oh, I want to like comment, but I don't want to um, post it on my own channel. Like I I didn't want to echo it. I just yeah. wanted to be like, I agree, <laughs> and I wasn't gonna call in and say I agree. But yeah, so I just ended up clapping. But I think in that situation, comments would have been perfect. Yeah, and it also, like, um, thinking about some of the problems that I have is people will call in and comment and call in to comment on previous episodes. Um, and, like, three episodes, like, I have, like, there's three episodes between when that one was made and where I'm at now. So it's kind of awkward to post it because it's, like, so far, it's, like, feels like so long ago. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, wow, like, I that's dead and gone. Like, oh, geez. But they're calling in and they have opinions or they want more discussion around it. Um, but comments might circumvent that because if they just live in that anchor segment and someone comments on it, then you can reply without having to like drudge up that whole story again and like refresh on everybody on the context again. Yeah, no, it's so true. Um, yeah, that's a really good point. Um, yeah. I've lost my train of thought. I had like something interesting to say, and um, <laughs> <laughs> and now I've completely forgot. Uh, is that it for positives? I'm sure that there's more, but I think we sort of covered the the biggest positives. I think. Yeah, I, I think so. It's because we still can't like reorganize stuff either. I think it would be 
it's also good to have comments to be like, oh, I meant to post this second or like cover up your mistakes or like, <laughs> like bridge it, like have a better intro to like the next segment. Be like, oh, I forgot to post an interlude. Like, here we go. Like, you know, yeah. something like that. Because, yeah. you know, we have discussions, but uh, we still aren't able to, to reorganize our, uh, our segments. So there's that. Um, but we'll make do. <laughs> yeah, that's so true. Like, you could probably use a comment and be like, oh, an interview with uh, the innovation intern coming up, like, coming up next. And so then people would know, like, oh, okay, I won't, like, swipe out of this channel then. I'll, like, I'll stay tuned because Emily's the best, you know? <laughs> well, obviously. <laughs> um, but, yeah, speaking of, like, not being able to reorganize segments, let's talk about um, other updates that Anchor should consider in the future. Um, we both kind of, like, uh, stand or dive pretty deep into the uh, suggestions list or suggestions box or whatever <laughs> we're calling it. Um, yeah. I, uh, I wanted to know what sort of stood out for you or if you had any thoughts sort of separate from those. Um... Honestly, the one that has impacted me the most was the reorganizing um, segments, but also um, listening offline was another big one that I've wished for quite a few times. Yeah. Um, I usually listen to podcasts like on my way to work and I'm in the subway and I can't get data or Wi-Fi. So, I mean, like, mm. I really listen to any anchor stations and that makes me sad because that's like the prime time that I have to listen Yeah. Uh, when I'm not doing much else but like standing around for like 25 minutes so I really wish you could like listen offline download it the same way that you can do with like Spotify um, where you can't download it onto your, your phone proper but it lives inside the app and you can just undownload it later when you're done listening or whatever yeah, no, for sure. I I um I like have an hour commute from Mississauga to Waterloo every day, and I'd love to listen to like all of my podcasts, my entire favorite speed. I'd like to just listen to them all at once, and um I can't because my data, <laughs> I don't have any. So, it would also so, be nice to like organize your favorite speed. Like if you could make a list of people or. Um, something like that so that you know you're like okay i really want to listen to tech news today so like you put you know tech news headlines like silicon uh valley beach and then there's like ux in the world shout out to austin our main man and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and a bunch of people um like talking about design like stuff like that you're like okay i want to listen to that and like you can just listen to like that playlist of podcasts essentially that'd yeah. be really nice as well yeah, I think that's actually something that I've kind of wanted in the last couple of days. Like, sometimes I just want to get, like, go on Anchor and be like, I just want to listen to something funny. I don't necessarily want to, like, think too hard. And then, like, Austin shows up. Shout out to Austin, our main man. <laughs> uh, and then Austin comes up and he starts talking about, like, chatbots and stuff. And I'm like, oh, man, I just wanted to listen to something funny. <laughs> You know, have to think. I've got to think. What a bummer. <laughs> but yeah, I think like being able to create lists or something might be a useful feature. 
um, especially once maybe there's more con like even more content being generated and you have to sort through more. Um, I think that'll definitely come in handy. Oh yeah, um, and even like what if you could like build a perfect search feature featuring like speaking of filtering through content, like, mm. wouldn't that be nice if we could just, like search a little bit better and have like better discoverability? Yeah, wouldn't that be nice? Um, <laughs> I can't think of anyone who would benefit from something like that. <laughs> yeah, no, not even one person would not benefit. Even, not even one innovation intern or, <laughs> or unreasonably bright whale. Not, no. Yeah. No. no, can't think of one, no. <laughs> I can't be hearing this and you're like working on that idea, just don't bother, it's fine. We don't need it. <laughs> What else would be useful? Um, closed captioning would be useful. Um, just uh, thinking back to your um, interview with DJ Hay, and I started thinking about accessibility like a lot the last two days. I was like, yeah, yeah. like not all apps have this, and I feel like Anchor, especially because it's audio, um, you miss a lot if you can't hear. So I think closed captioning. Um, I feel like is it around for popular posts or something? Yeah, because my understanding of it is um, if a segment or a podcast gets really, really popular and you try to post it on different social medias, like I see it mostly on Twitter, it'll have closed captioning and it'll be like, it'll show you the words as people are saying them on screen so you can like read it instead of having to listen to it. Um, I've heard, um, I think Maya talked about this on her station that you could... Um, do this only if you're really popular and you would never really know if it would work or not. But I think they're, she said they're working on it for everybody and it should be available really soon. So that might be the next, you know, book oh, thing. I hope so, because I think that's going to be um, really important just to be accessible. But, um, I mean... I wonder I, how accessible comments are, though, like, for this discussion thing. Yeah. Um, you have like DJ Hay who is blind and <laughs> can't read comments. Um, will this be a, um, a stumbling block kind of for her because it's not audio focused anymore? Yeah, I'm wondering if the screen reader will pick it up. I'm sure that if it's not right now, it should be pretty quickly. Um, because yeah, accessibility is such a big thing with apps and I feel like if you can get accessibility right, then like your users will thank you for it. And then if you get it wrong, like you alienate a bunch of people. So um, yeah. I'm I'm really happy actually that um, Anchor has had like even closed captioning for popular posts um, so quickly out of the gate. I feel like it's sometimes an afterthought. So um, shout out to Anchor for caring about <laughs> accessibility. <laughs> Yeah, if you listen this long for bashing your new feature um, <laughs> for everything, you guys are the best. Yes. <laughs> no, we're, we're, this is constructive criticism because we love you. Yeah, of course. Yeah. We, just want to, we just want to see it grow and be better, you know? Yeah, exactly. Earlier we were talking about, like, how we might want to be able to, like, rearrange things and add a whole bunch of editing features and stuff and how that might clutter up um, the whole editing process and make it really daunting for new users. Okay, if I had to pick one editing feature, it would be 
re-listening back just to the last section that you recorded, not that your entire segment. Yeah, that's true. That you're working on. Because I lose my train of thought so often, and then I have to re-listen to like an entire six-minute segment um, so that I remember where I left off. Um, and so I would just like, if I could re-listen to the most recent segments, I'm like, oh, right, that's what I was saying. And then I could continue <laughs> forward. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, totally. That'd be, that'd be nice. But just put that on the list or just, that would be nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, what else? Like, listening offline, like, reorganizing segments is a pretty big one. Closed captioning I liked. Um... What about this interview feature? Let's let's circle on back to the fact that... Oh, man. <laughs> so, just to recap on that fun time, that great user experience that we had. Yeah. Um, we were planning on doing this podcast, and we were talking about it, like, on the phone earlier. And then Lauren was like, hey, okay, I'm going to call you. And I'm like, great, perfect. And she goes to put in my number into her phone, and like, what did it say? It said, um, we had trouble connecting. You can't, uh, you can only dial U.S. numbers. You can only call U.S. numbers or something like that. Um, and both of us were just like, like the human embodiment of, a, of like a question mark. We were like, what? <laughs> yeah. I was like, I was just kind of like, oh, come on. And yeah. like little part of me was like, hey, Canadians do things too. <laughs> We matter, okay? <laughs> yeah, honestly, I, um, like, part of me surprised and part of me is just like, yeah, the, you know, America. Yeah. Um, eventually, Anchor, eventually, Anchor, we will want to be able to call other other Canadians. <laughs> yeah, that'd be, that'd be nice. Yeah. Um, <laughs> because we, we do have things to say and opinions and, and whatnot we want to share. Uh, that it's kind of funny because I didn't even notice that um, because when I interviewed DJ Hay, she was in San Diego, so I called through Anchor. Like I had just yeah. the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so uh, Anchor, if you're listening to this, uh, we would like to be able to call each other and not <laughs> to get you recording apps on our phones. Yeah, this, this feels like. The app that I'm using feels like the type of app that, like, the police would use when they're trying to, like, <laughs> trick someone into confessing to a crime or something. I don't know. <laughs> you have not- to, like, accept all of these um, features, like, location enabling and stuff like that. No, just, like, access to microphone and contacts. So it seems like the least sketchy of all of them. I know one time, like, before the App Store became, like, more legit, my brother tried to download this, like, this calculator app, and it wanted permissions for, like, his photos, his location, his Wi-Fi, his data, like, all his messages, his call history. He's like, you're a calculator. Like, (laughs) you of this information. Yeah. Um, It's creepy. Yeah, pretty crazy. So I'm glad that that didn't happen to you. I'm glad that we were able to have this conversation. I think there's only two more questions to ask. <laughs> and, oh that is, okay. and that is, Emily, how are you going to be integrating this commenting feature into your own channel, which is, of course, the Innovation Intern? Yeah. 
which everyone should check out. Yeah, because I talk about a lot of really cool stuff. And <laughs> when I'm unsure about stuff, I just say, uh, I want to hear you guys' thoughts on it. And then people call in, and then we have a good discussion. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, that's a good question. I think what I'm going to do is ask smaller questions in little, in my segment. Um, and then people will feel the need to comment and then hopefully start discussions that way. And then I'll have another tier of question that's like, what is your opinion on X? And then people could call in for that. So try to like, hit both um, demographics of people who would just want to say like, hey, I agree, or like, my favorite color is blue, or this is a situation. As well as the people who would be like, yeah, you know, like, artificial intelligence is gonna ruin the world, and blah, 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 blah. Um, so I think strategically that's how we use it, mm-hmm. and I'll probably just pin the funny and interesting comments that people post. Yeah, that's basically my strategy too. I'm interested to see I, we tend to think similarly, um, but I'm interested to see how some of the other creators on here start using comments or stop or don't use comments or how that sort of unfolds. I'm interested to see what people experiment with because, like, whenever we get a new feature, it's just kind of everyone that creates stuff starts fiddling with it. Like, ooh, yeah. <laughs> what can I yeah, use? Let's do a shiny new toy. Like, let's yeah. play with them. Yeah, like, uh, of all the things that we're worried about, at the end of the day, we're all just like, ooh, (laughs) it's new. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So, yeah, I think I'm going to do that, too. Like, smaller questions, um, like, funnier, like, funny community posts or, like, thoughtful community posts, and then um, trying to lure people to call in. (laughs) (laughs) You know, trying to trick them. Yeah. Yeah, at the end of the day, it's all about the discussion and the interaction. And, you know, if you didn't want that, you wouldn't be on Anchor. So, you know, starting those discussions is what makes it um, really valuable for both the creators and the people listening. So hopefully this furthers the interaction and doesn't just invite spam. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Please no spam. If you're thinking about spam, don't do it. Don't do it. (laughs) Um, But if you want to spam Emily off of Anchor and potentially on Twitter. Hey, Emily, how would they reach you? <laughs> I am at Notably Emily. That's N-O-T-A-B-L-Y-E-M-I-L-Y. Um, I'm usually typical Emily, and I confuse Lauren a lot, but uh, <laughs> that was speaking on Twitter, so I had to do Notably Emily. Oh, are you sure like typical Emily wasn't just like a fan account for you? It might have been. You know, I didn't do that much investigative journalism, but I will get back to you on that. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, so so everyone listen to the Innovation Intern. She has good posts. And follow her on Twitter at Notably Emily. And I think we've talked everyone to sleep at this point. <laughs> Probably. I had a good time. I did, too. Even if it was just us talking to each other. You know, it's like we were hanging out, but just in the public eye. <laughs> yeah, we would have done this anyway. It's just now we yeah. get to post it somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> so we can uh, post it under the guise of being productive. Yes. Yes. I'll put this on my resume. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. And then people will spam me about it later on Twitter. Oh, yes. 
Oh, you know they will. I'm going to, like, lead the charge on that. Like, yes, follow her. At Notably Emily. I mean, if, even if you just want to send me cool articles for something, or you're like, hey, talk about this on your show, I'd be like, all right, I guess. Yeah, it's true. The conversation can spread away from just anchor. I really like yeah. it when it that, actually. Yeah, it's kind of cool, because then you get to talk to different creators, and it's not just through a call-in, it's just like, hey, I found you on the internet, <laughs> like, now we <laughs> <can> be fine. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Um, I think... This is a pretty reasonable time to say bye-bye. All right. Thank you so much for having me on your station. And I will be starting the discussion once this is posted. Just letting you know. <laughs> awesome. Woo-woo. I look forward <laughs> to it. <laughs> All, All right. right. I'll talk to you tomorrow on Facebook Messenger and Twitter. And yes. here. And here. Everywhere, pretty much. Yeah. Have a happy Friday. Have a happy weekend. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes, I will. All right. I'll see you later. Thanks for uh, talking to me for an hour. Yes, yeah, no problem. <laughs> see ya. Bye.